Hey, this is KA. You're now listening to What Men Here podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow. Um, and today I got two special guests in the studio. We have Brooklyn and Isabella. How are y'all doing today? We're doing good. How are you? Pretty Fantastic. good. I can't complain. It's super hot outside. It yeah. is. Yeah. Like 90. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like, because last week it was like raining and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know. Y'all like go out or y'all was like just chilling. Phew, we went out. Really? We out every single day. It was outside. Yeah. Dang, where'd y'all go? <laughs> Where did we go? Um, we went to section. Oak Room. Okay. Um. Yeah. The weather. The weather didn't stop us as much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we also had guests in town, so yes. we had to show them Charlotte, even if it wasn't the best. Even if it wasn't the best. Speaking yeah. of showing them Charlotte, I think we talked about um when we first met up, like I think it's like last week about like how to like find things to do, where to go, where to meet people. I did a little bit of research, but um I guess I would say like my Charlotte starter pack is Axios for like things to do. Like they post like. For sure. All new events like Goldie's uh, just opened. I think it was this week, and I went there uh, yesterday. It's pretty cool. Goldie's. Oh, yeah. They have like live music. Yes. They have like hot dogs. The food's pretty good, but it's super mm. loud in there. That's the only mm. thing. Okay. It was packed, and there's no parking. No parking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where is it located Noted. exactly? You know where? Um, let me see. Like in South End, you know that like main road. I can't remember that uh, seafood restaurant, but it's on the same road where like Publix and like Oku. Okay. And exactly. You just keep riding mm-hmm. that road all the way down to like where the uh, light rail station is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like right there on the other side of the street. It's like right next to these new apartments. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, what else open? Oh no no no. Mm, I don't think anything else open this weekend. But I know um, Taste of Charlotte is next week. Have y'all been to Taste of Charlotte? No. I no. want to know. It's it's really nice. Um, when I first moved here, they had it on like the main street in Uptown, and then they moved it uh to the baseball stadium. It was the first year was crazy because like there's these small little passageways and everybody's trying to move around and get in lines. And it was super chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last year. No, I'm not sure where it is this year, but it's nice. They have like a bunch of different restaurants. You can t- uh, try You get these tokens There's like two or three or four tokens. You can try um, like the Capitol Grill, McCormick and Swick, like really mm-hmm. nice restaurants uh, like they featured appetizers. That's pretty cool. Isn't there also like a black owned version that's going on right now too, or it's about to start? I think yeah, I think it is today too. Like eat in Charlotte or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And speaking of food, um, another good Instagram to follow is Where to Eat Charlotte. She posts like tons yeah. of stuff. She's got mm-hmm. like over a hundred thousand followers, but wow. all yeah. all her food looks really good. Like the mm-hmm. Cuban place and yeah. kind of like South Park for like brunch. Yes, amazing. I saw that one last it's week. I amazing. said, Ooh, that sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> um, let's see. Meeting people, Skill Pop. Um, they just uh, started back doing like in-person classes. So they host like all types of classes. Um, I've taken their digital marketing. Had a class on like golfing, social media, Golfing. everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. They have tons of stuff like uh, podcasts. And I took that class. It's pretty informative. Uh, mobile photography. Just like anything and everything. You just go to a class um, or pick a class that you we kind of like want to network and meet people with. They have like gardening, all types of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So wow, I say definitely check that out. Um, yeah, I think those those are like three good things to kind of okay. like if you just moved here, follow Axio, see what just opened, go there, sign up for a skill pop class, what a hobby you want to try. Yeah. Or one that you're doing just to like kind of like network and meet people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, where to eat Charlotte on where to get food. Because there's tons of new restaurants. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's the last, like, latest and greatest thing y'all had? Cuzzo's. Cuzzo's? Yeah. Cuzzo's? I finally went. Do you remember um, Zaid was talking about one of our friends? Uh-huh. And I think they mm-hmm. just moved to university. It's like soul food, 
Thai food. Yeah. yeah. They have like lobster mac and cheese. It's amazing. Really? I just had really good lobster mac and cheese from um the Capitol Grill. Okay. You oh. get a chance to go there. Okay. And they have this um cheesecake that has like a creme brulee top on it and it's mm. really good too. Okay. Like, really good. Yeah. yeah. And um Fume. I went to Fume. Went to Fume. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? <laughs> well, you can go first. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. We had an experience. It was it was really fun. Um, what did we have? I had the we ordered two different things. We went during brunch yeah. time, but all they had left was like the chicken sandwich. Oh dang! Yes. Yeah, all we had, is, but it was really good. It we was good. good yeah. Did y'all get drinks and like hookah and stuff? Not hookah, but drinks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Got the little um mimosa flight, and then mm-hmm. you got some wine. Wine. I did get wine that way. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that place. Yeah. I was there last night. Really? Yeah. Till like two. Oh really? Yeah. I need to go nightlife. We haven't. We've yeah. only been for brunch. So. It's nice. The mm-hmm. DJ, the music, everything is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love it there. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Any like tips or tricks, like anything you guys just found out about Charlotte you didn't know about? Because you just moved here about a year ago, right? Yeah, we both moved here like a year and a half time. ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. I guess the first thing I can think of is just because we're both from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And you know how like here in Charlotte, you, can, you can't buy alcohol on Sundays. Uh, you can only buy it at like you stay <laughs> places. Yeah. yeah. Like only stay around mm-hmm. liquor stores. Mm-hmm. And then like everything closes at like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. So like there's nightlife. But if you like being out like all night, mm-hmm. there's not really an option for that. Just which, like the strip clubs. Yeah. yeah we don't yeah. go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we stay out of that one. Soft pass. Soft pass. <laughs> okay. And based off of this, our discussion when we met like last week, you were really into books. So yeah. Like, what's like your latest, greatest uh, purchase as far as um, book-wise? Like what you read in? I, what would you recommend? I just bought a book called, I think it's called The Housemaid's Secret. It's for a book club that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I actually was going to skip reading it, but then everyone <laughs> kept talking about like, oh my God, it's so good. It's a thriller. I haven't really? started it yet. I think it's by Sarah McFadden. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite books... One of my faves is The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier. Mm-hmm. It's like a, um, what's it called? I got to think of what it's actually called. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an urban contemporary novel. Mm-hmm. It's about um, our main character, Winter. And she's growing up like in, I think, the Bronx in New York. Mm-hmm. And then like her dad is like a kingpin. And then he ends up going oh, down, going to jail. So she's trying to like build herself back up. And at the end, the, sur- the story goes like full circle. It's really good. I think it's like a book that like a lot of like young black girls should read. And mm-hmm. I guess it's like a urban classic. So they used to give it to people like in prisons and stuff as well, like in oh, black and um, women prisons. Mm-hmm. So I like that a lot. Okay. What are some of your hobbies? Um, are you a big reader too? So I am not as big as a reader as her. Like she gets, she doubles me on books, but <laughs> um, I do interior design. So I'm, I do oh, wow. things design for homes, not commercial, but residential for sure. Um, What's the name of your business? Um, so I actually work for a realtor right now. So oh, wow. she's, uh, she has a design company mm-hmm. um, and we do staging and interior design. So kind of on both sides right now. So. Like Airbnbs and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So she does a lot out in Waxhaw, North Carolina. So mm-hmm. a lot of our clients are out there right now. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. So how'd you get started into that? Um, sorry, I actually majored in that in college. Um, Wait, and that's then, a major? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where'd you a, go to school? Um, Ball State University. It's in Muncie, Indiana. It's not small. Yeah, that's too far. It's the yeah, Harvard right. of Indiana. It's the heart. Mm, okay. okay. <laughs> Harvard of Muncie. Let's Harvard of Muncie. Yeah, Harvard yes. Of Muncie, yes. Um, so yeah, there, that was a major. I actually switched my major in between to business. Um, ah. And then afterwards, I came back around and got my certification in it. So Wait, there's uh, an interior design and certification? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who's it? What's it like? Uh, interior design and 
Committee of America. Yeah, like I mean, that. there's there's a bunch of different like um, programs and different clubs that you can be a part of. There's ASID, which is American Society of Interior Design. So um, they actually have one out in Atlanta for Black people, which is really good too. So um, yeah, it's it's pretty big. It's so really what do you big. think about my interior decorating? My first reaction when walking in was like, oh wow, this is really nice. Like okay. it's really good. So somebody told yeah, me I need a plant, so I need to add a you plant do. for the like, next. A little episode. greenery always doesn't hurt. Okay. What would you call it? Is it like minimalist, maximalist? What would you call his? Maximalist for okay. sure. Mag- modern. What is that? But yeah. Absolutely. Maximalist? What is that? You just have, it's like a style where you have a lot of different designs all in one. Uh-huh. Um, but then also you like a lot of things. It's so mm-hmm. minimalist. You really have sofa, two chairs. You keep everything neutral. Very yeah, simple, yeah. Clean lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, maximalist, you have lots of patterns, colors, you know, metals, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so you, and it's not a bad thing. They're just two different. Okay. Different things. So yeah. So, um, like, say if somebody just bought an apartment, where would you tell them is kind of like the go-to place to kind of like build uh, a comforting space, like a living room? Like, where are your some like go-to mm-hmm. places to shop? So go-to places. If you're not trying to spend a lot of money, I always say go cheaper mm-hmm. when you're shopping. Like IKEA. Like IKEA. Like okay. you can get some really good stuff um, from IKEA. Home Goods is good. At mm-hmm. Home is really good. Um, I would say my go-to. A little bit more pricey, but Zara Home is really pretty just because that's Zara like my home? like aesthetic. Huh. But um, yeah, Zara Home is really good. So I didn't know they had home decor. Oh, Me neither. Please go, please go look at it. It's like my favorite. It's good quality stuff too. It's like my favorite. Where is it? Because I've only been to like the stores, like like so clothes and stuff. The home, there's only a few home stores around the U.S., but mm-hmm. online shopping is where I go for, ah. for that one. But yeah. I, I love, love that World place. Market. Yeah, World Market. That's Market's where that couch great. is from. I love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 like good over because I used to live in a house. Like I think like eighty percent of my stuff was from World Market. Yep. Yep. And uh, West Elm is pretty cool too. I like yes. some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good okay. Ones. Yeah. That's what's up. So let me see what other things. So basically, what men here is kind of like a dating podcast. So I've been reading like relationship type books. I've been in therapy. I think now for like four years. And um, basically trying to figure out the equation on successful relationships. And I think one of like the main um, problems with kind of like our generation society is understanding. You know what I'm saying? Communication. People always mention communication. But to be able to communicate, the other person has to understand what you're kind of saying. And I feel like um, some things that the two genders say, we don't necessarily understand what the other person is kind of like saying. And that causes a bunch of dysfunction and stuff like that. And so... um we were kind of talking um, about like things you don't necessarily understand. So how's y'all dating experience been so far in Charlotte? I would say, <laughs> I would say it's been pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Overall? Pretty good. Yeah, overall, yeah. What's been the lows and what are, have been like the highs? Um, I feel like the men here, are, I mean, also I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So like. It's pretty small. Mm-hmm. I feel like the men here, like, they do, like, approach more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of, like, successful black men and also, like, non-black men, too. Yeah. And, like, the average age is, like, 30. So I think there's, like, a good pool, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I you... think this when I first moved here, it started off a little rocky. Oh, wow. Um, How so? Uh, just had a lot of, a like, I had, a, like, even, like, a stalking situation. I oh, had, like, I forgot a... about that. Yeah. She told I, Yeah. <laughs> That was a whole thing. And then it was just, you know. Like you went to the courthouse and everything? No, 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 no. It oh, was, okay. I almost had to. Oh, dang. Shut it down. Um, so there's a stalking situation. It was just like a lot of um, just older. It was, and I'm like a little bit younger coming into a city. So I was mm-hmm. like, I have like a, a limit where I'm like, okay. 
What's the cutoff? What's the cutoff? I would say like 35 right now is a cutoff. But I was like in like 40s, 50s. And I was like, oh, like granddad. Or granddad, they be shooting their shot here. So, yeah, I started off hockey. But I feel like it's once I took I took a little break from dating. And then after that, I, you know, it was it got better for sure. So now we're back on. So where's the like go to place would you recommend for a girl just moving to the city to like meet guys? I feel like Merchant and Trade or like the rooftop bars in general are pretty Mm -hmm. nice. And then one of our friends was saying that someone told her that as a woman, if you go to like happy hours by yourself, you need to sit sit at at the the bar. bar. Yeah, like that's a good way Mm -hmm. as well. We we haven't tried it out. They just told us that last (laughs) week. So Yeah, Yeah. because when I first got here, I was going places by myself. And that's Mm -hmm. when I feel like I got a lot more like attention anyway so yeah i definitely let's see like uptown mm-hmm. have y'all like been to like south end because i'm a big fan of uh node and plaza midwood i go there a lot okay yeah i don't know that has like this like dark evil vibe in my opinion <laughs> no like, i don't know <laughs> kind of i don't know if it's because of like how it used to be before they gentrified it if yeah. like that spirit is still present or what mm-hmm. but i don't know when i'm there like even though it's like it's like hipster and it's like cool mm-hmm. But there's like some sort of like presence that feels kind of like scary when I'm there. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> yeah, it depends on where you go. Like um, yeah. Ottawa is one of my favorites. So I take my parents there when they come in town. Okay. It's like Southern Comfort food. I was there last night too. But they got really good drinks. And um, Ottawa is like one of my favorites too. It's back on the. Um, it's not like on the main strip where Noda is, and it's kind of off to the side. But they have really good drinks too. Okay. Yeah, they are amazing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to try it out. So, what have been some of y'all like recent dating hurdles? Would you say? Good question. You like you got a situation going on. <laughs> I actually don't. Um, recent hurdles. Mm-hmm. I don't like using the word narcissistic because I feel like that's being thrown around a lot. But I feel like I've run into a lot of that lately, and I feel like that's a hurdle that's not like get over. Mm-hmm. But it's just I feel like what's that? What am I attracting? Why am I attracting that type of person? Um, and so that's like with dating, had to get a part, like kind of get over, I don't know, myself or that part of it. I don't know. But I don't like mm-hmm. that word for some reason. Because I do people go, like, oh, they're narcissistic if they're like mm-hmm. you know, choosing what they like. And that's yeah. totally fine. But um, yeah, I just had to look it up too, like look up the word narcissistic and be like, what is this? What is this you know mean? what percentage of the population is actually narcissistic? I have no idea. It's they really low. Two? Yeah. Oh, wow. So there's I think like some a, of them are just actually, being men. <laughs> I, that might be it, too. So. No, so, because yeah. um, the reason why I actually started going to therapy is like the girl I was dating at the time was like, oh, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist. And I was like, there's no way. So I was like, I'll go to therapy, talk to a therapist, and basically have him. He didn't like run any tests or anything, but basically he described uh, how to actually perform the tests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, based off our conversation, you're definitely not a narcissist. I think... Um, like TikTok and social media has kind of um, overly empowered that word. And a lot of people don't understand um, what it actually is or what it actually looks like. Uh, I think it's a way for people to kind of like demonize certain behavior that they mm. don't necessarily like, but that's not what narcissistic actually is yeah. or narcissism. That's great. See, that's yeah, yeah. like, I think that's why I don't like using the word, but I was like, I don't know what other word to describe. I feel it. like it's a grown boy the correct word grown boy yeah it's like you're technically a grown man Uh you're a boy so you're a grown boy you're a grown boy okay so (laughs) what is it like describe a grown boy i've never heard of that before it's like an f boy you know 
Uh, what's the F boy? I need I need <laughs> oh, goodness. explanations. Okay. Um it's communication, you know what I'm saying? You might yeah. think something that's a little different yeah. than the F boy than I do. So grown boys like they're not clear about what they want. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to think about hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a good way. I, yeah, <laughs> like maybe like more condescending. How like, so like to the you? way that they talk to you. Oh dang. They might like yeah. waste your time. What do they say? Like you ugly or something? No, it might be like little things. Like, for example, like I mentioned, like a lot of the guys here are like a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, so I'm only 24. Mm-hmm. So I was dating a guy last year. I was 23. He was 27. That's not that much of a gap at all, in my opinion. Professionally, like you, you have to look at it as like somebody who's just graduated college. They just started paying bills. They for sure understanding like how the work culture is. But somebody's 27. They've been in a game for a little minute. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They understand the ins and outs. They're not like wet behind the ears professionally. Like they know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. They're either trying to pursue like management route or go back to school or get certification. So I think from a maturity standpoint, that's completely different. I, yeah, I agree. I feel like yeah. professionally, like absolutely. It's, there's definitely a big difference because like someone, like you said, that's 23 is like literally just starting mm-hmm. their career. Yeah. But like on a maturity level, like. You don't think it translates to like the dating world and stuff? I think it depends on the person, especially given that, like, in general, women tend to be a bit more mature for their age, too. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it it would be just out of context. It'll just be like, oh, Isabella, oh, once you get older, you understand. Like, it'll just be, like, <laughs> random things. And I'd be like, if you feel that way, like, why are you still, like, trying to date me? Like, mm-hmm. things like that. And then also, like, so I just moved to Charlotte last year. Mm-hmm. And he's from, like, North Carolina. He ended up moving. And then he would make little comments like, Isabella, you need to, like travel and get out of charlotte i'm like i just moved here like it would you just be like little like uh, jabs like that where it's like it's very unnecessary mm-hmm. oh you're young you don't know yet. yeah like, like yeah. one day you'll get one there day. you'll get there yeah. but what's the like age gap attractive though no <laughs> to like to me like do i like an age gap yeah yeah i mean i definitely prefer someone who's like closer to 30 mm-hmm. definitely so like, basically you just don't want a guy to make it feel like there's an age difference yeah, I mean, and I feel like it's okay to bring it up because, like, I feel like I have no issue with learning from somebody else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I don't think it should be something that's like brought up in every single conversation because uh, then it seems like it's an issue for you. Yeah, which is fine if it's an issue for you. But if it mm-hmm. is, then why are we continuing this? Yeah, yeah. Has it been your same experience, or you've been? It's been a little bit different. A yeah. little bit different. I haven't really had that yeah. age gap. I feel like the age gap has been like two or three years. I feel like because, you know, 23, I feel like 27, that's, that's a, that's a pretty significant age gap there. Okay. Um, But at the same time, I'm like, I'm at first I was, that age gap was like different, (laughs) but I wasn't being like, oh, you'll know, you'll get there. But I was just, it was like, I think it bothered me more than it bothered them. Yeah. (laughs) For me, I don't know. I feel like that was my only experience like that though, honestly, Mm -hmm. like everyone else who I've dated, I haven't had that experience. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he was a one-off. Huh. Okay. So what are y'all like philosophies on like relationships now? Because I feel like it varies women to women. Like philosophies, yeah. Like how should they run? What are you looking for? Hmm. What is a good example of a relationship you're trying to model? What things you do like? What stuff you pulling from TikTok and trying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to be pursued. Really? I just feel like I agree. It's it's different. <laughs> I think I'm going to change my hurdle. The last question that you asked uh-huh. earlier, I feel like the hurdle is, you know, they do approach here. Yeah. But after the first approach, it's up to me to f- continue it. Mm-hmm. I totally understand. Like, if you feel like you want me to come, that's cool. But I'm I'm a woman who 
I desire to be pursued and cons- consistently. What pursued. does pursued look like? Because because <laughs> we're talking like morning texts every day, sending you lunch every day. Like I need to know. It does no, and I think that's where it gets mixed up. So I feel mm-hmm. like everyone's like, oh, well, you're being pursued. Got to throw money. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Okay. There's lots of things like, hey, do you want to go on a- walking uptown? Yes, I was just talking to her about that. I was okay. like, a walking uptown, things don't have to cost money. They don't. To pursue. When's the last cheap date you went on? <laughs> When's the last date I went on? Period. I don't. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, um, <laughs> the last cheap. Like, when's the last time a guy was like, "Let's go on a walk"? I, I feel actually, like people say it that. was probably like three months ago. Really? Yeah. How did it go? It was great. You I love dates like that. Huh? You still talking to him? Um, no. It's like me. walks aren't working. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that wasn't the reason why we don't talk. But um, no, I just feel like those are just those dates. And then also timing. It doesn't have to be every day mm-hmm. consistently. Like, I don't, if I don't hear you for from you from like a week or two, that's like, mm, okay. Don't Maybe, come he's, back. Not <laughs> Maybe he's not interested. Okay, he's great. Just in the graveyard. Yeah, or he's waiting for me to you know, pursue him. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, a lot of guys are coming into there. I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. He's in. I'm so Timothy. happy for you. Timothy. Timothy. No, Timothy. What is him? that? Like, Timothy. Like, I'm him. Like, that's I'm her. Him. That's him. Yeah. Timothy. I'm learning all these new Timothy. terms. I'm going to have to, like, go to Urban Dictionary. After <laughs> yeah, you might have to go to for that one. <laughs> Timothy. You don't Timothy. see people on comments like, Timothy. That's Timothy. Like, like, in your, like, in your guy friend's comments, they'll be like, Timothy. Yeah. I don't read comments. <laughs> I just post it go. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody like DMing me, I don't, I don't really check that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But they are stepping in their Hemothy like era, and I'm like, good for you. But I just pursuit is just a lot. Describe a guy in their Hemothy era, era, because I might be in mine. I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's different for every guy because so? it's like Hemothy. They, they, you know. Seemingly, because everyone has their things, but mm-hmm. they have everything going on for them. Jobs in order. Mm-hmm. Looks are in order. They basically like a Confidence white in order. Thing. Skin is shining. Skin Skin skincare shining. routine is skinny. They know. They walk around like there's a different, you know, walk about They have a gravity. They have a gravity. Like, okay. girl, you know, girls do, you know, gravitate towards them. Okay. It's Timothy. So, uh-huh. yeah. If you're in that era, because it, you know, it, it maybe ebbs and flows for everybody. I'm is it like really equivalent sure. to like big dick energy, I'm guessing? <gasps> hmm. Yeah. Cause that's well, a, what is big dick energy exactly? That's the question. Um, I think it's a type of bravado or um, aura that you give off around people. There's like a, a, a imminent sense of confidence that's not. Uh, um, it doesn't have to be demonstrated. It's it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Saying like you can tell mm. like when a guy's confident about who he is, how he enunciates things, when he orders stuff like. How I look at it is like when I take girls out on a date, it's like they are just showing up to enjoy. They don't have to like stress or worry about anything. And I feel like uh, a guy who has that same type of energy, it emulates throughout his entire life. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's just there to experience and have a good time because he's kind of got everything on lock and kind of like control. I would say, yeah, I think that's very. I think it's pretty similar. similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What other new terms y'all got for me? I'm like, I feel like I'm in a master class. <laughs> no. Um, y'all ain't seen nothing else in the comments? Mm-mm. What's the last spiritual world post that you like that resonated with you? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? She's not even on Instagram right now. Yeah, oh, I've, been, I've taken a six-month break. Wow. Very healthy. I highly recommend. <laughs> highly recommend. 
for like mental health reasons? Like, um, I just feel like I was on it all the time and mm-hmm. I wanted to be more present. I had a lot of things. I went through kind of a rough patch and I just was like trying to get my life back in order. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, social media has to go for right now. And okay. it's been very cleansing. So, yeah. Where have you uh, filled that time uh, in with now? Like reading, yoga? Yes. Yeah, yoga. reading. So I just started this job when I in January. So that's when I started the um, mm-hmm. six months um, sabbatical. Yeah. And I feel like I've just been a lot more focused on my job, a lot more focused and just in the moment I've been having, I've been like outside, like you practice mindfulness, mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You like sit for like 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Really? Yeah. In the morning. So that's like the first thing when I wake up, I sit and just be the day and be. Yeah. One of the things that I like that she mentioned, cause we were making our like monthly goals a day or two ago. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she was saying how one of the things that she noticed is that now that she's not on social media, mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes I think this is more of a tendency of women than men. But mm-hmm. let's say you're just out somewhere and it's just kind of awkward. You just scan your phone. You just start mindlessly scrolling. Ah. So since she can't really do that, she's just like, hmm, let me just I be present, there. be in the moment. <laughs> and I like that. When she said that, I was like, hmm. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Like just not picking up your phone. Because I was doing that all the time. And now I'm like comfortable just sitting there. And my confidence has grown insane amount like i feel like i'm more confident now than i was when i was on social media okay just because i'm like able to be okay with not being on my phone <laughs> huh that's yeah. pretty cool yeah i, I mean, will say i went down and texting back though my phone skills are not as because <laughs> i feel like i'm never on my text. phone ah. so i'm a bad texter yeah dang mm-hmm. miss leave them on red leave them on red <laughs> dang <Miss> dnd <laughs> there's a new term for you <laughs> does your phone go off at a certain time every night yep oh, okay. you cannot contact me from eight to eight I'm on the list that can be contacted. No, so you my parents and you like made it. my line sister Jayla is like the people who can bypass. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Eight to eight. Sorry. So um, what has been a point of contention that you've had with guys recently that you don't think like they understand? Like, you got one that they understand. Yeah. Like you just like just scream like in your head you just scream like why don't you understand it? Why don't you get it? Like. Hmm. What do you not understand? Because I look at it like this. I feel like I don't know. if dating and a relationship, y'all experience has been going really well. I feel like people would be in relationships. I, I feel like if I feel like things have to align as far as like results and stuff like that. So kind of like, why are you guys not in relationships? I feel like for me, mm-hmm. some of the guys that I meet, like they meet me. <laughs> and they know that they don't want to be in a relationship and maybe well i don't really i'm like not into like the hookup culture or like mm-hmm. short like i'm into more of like long-term relationships yeah so i think they meet me realize that i want something long-term and then they make some excuse as to why mm-hmm. oh i'm busy oh i actually have to go study so i can't talk to you like ever again like who's sort of studying thing. Everybody nowadays. Really? Probably. Yeah. What, <laughs> I'm going to start using that. Like, oh, no, I got to study tonight. One of the guys that I really went on a few dates, but so he was saying that he's taking like a boot camp course. Mm-hmm. And so we went on a few dates and it had went well. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I'm actually going to be so busy with this boot camp. So I don't think I can do anything besides like just be friends. And I like, I don't like verbalize like what my intentions are, but mm-hmm. I think you can just kind of tell what someone's intentions are yeah. pretty naturally based off of how they interact with you. Mm-hmm. And so I think he got that vibe and then he was <laughs> like, Oh, I was like, okay. 
Have guys been telling you they got to study too? No. <laughs> no? I'm actually on the other end of that. I'm the busy one. So you tell them you study? No. So, I don't tell them. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, but no. I really am a busy person. Like, I'm like, you got to book me out two weeks in advance. Like, Dang. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> like, I just. But I busy. think it's different than just being busy, though, because I feel like, for one, mm -hmm. everyone's busy. But if yeah. you know that you're on a level where, like, you couldn't even pursue mm -hmm. a relationship, I don't think you should even. Try. Try. Don't hey, try. How much time do you think you said a lot to a relationship? Like during the week? Because you got sleep, you got work, you got friends, you got family, you got your own personal hobbies. Like, Maybe like an hour a day. Yeah. And I think I feel like it almost comes down to communication. Like it, it almost Define is like. Define communication because uh, I've heard <laughs> doing this podcast, I've heard it defined like three, four, five different ways. Yeah. I feel like established things at the beginning because I feel like. In my opinion, I've mm -hmm. been caught up like, you know, I'm telling you, I'm a very busy person. Mm -hmm. If you want to do something, let, let me know. I'm all for spontaneity because I know sometimes I don't, I'm not doing anything, but I need my time to either do work on the side, do whatever. But having that communication of just saying like, hey, I'm really busy. Like, let's schedule things out. Mm -hmm. That's that communication you do there. I like not you don't have to text me every day. You don't have to do this. I don't know when that conversation needs to be held. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning of talking, that would be helpful. See, yeah. I've thought about what was you about to say? Oh, I was gonna say, like, I agree, like we don't have to like text to death, especially because yeah. everyone's working. Yeah. So like texting all day is really not very feasible. Mm -hmm. I prefer like if we talk on the phone for maybe like thirty minutes to an hour. Yeah. Okay, next day. That's okay. how I feel. Because yeah. I look at it like this as far as like have you guys seen like Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes. No. No? No. Check it out. <laughs> That's it's one of my good. favorite series. But I imagine like <laughs> Meeting a girl on the first date, you know how they have that whole contractual thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I would love to have the actual contract and just sit down with a girl and just check things off. Like, uh, yes, yeah. nope, I want to do this. Because uh, I was dating this one person. We actually had a shared calendar and it actually worked pretty well. Oh. Like I could see like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go on a trip here. So I'll be gone this weekend or, oh, let's go to a date here. And that, it actually worked pretty well. I enjoyed it. Wow, that's different. Then what happened? Yeah. I broke up with her. Oh. Yeah. Why? See, ladies. Yeah. See, the calendar didn't work. <laughs> no, the calendar was cool, but I think I have a um, I don't have patience for um, bad attitudes. If that mm. kind of makes sense, it's because like how I look at it is like for my life, like I don't want to die and get to heaven and God say like you spent two years of your life being upset or um, being in an unhappy space. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So I feel like we're here for a limited amount of time. So I'm trying to maximize having a good time as much as possible so if you like detract from that like repeatedly not like repeatedly but like i've seen it kind of like consistently happen i'm just like yeah i'd rather just be alone hang out with my friends and do whatever yeah. i want to you know what sure. i'm saying because yeah. my friends don't come to me with like bad attitudes like it's yeah. always a joyful good time so i feel like my partner it should be the same kind of like experience i feel mm -hmm. like we all go through like bad times and stuff like that but mm -hmm. yeah there's only so much i can take yeah, yeah. i feel like going back to your question of like what you what you wish guys understood yeah you just kind of hit a point uh -huh. going back to share calendar i feel like take charge like just like plan the date do whatever say be ready at this time i'm i'm a big fan of that personally. okay i know yeah, if you don't know much pursuing. but you, you just said you don't want the spontaneity I, no i know i said i like spontaneity but mm. i'm also like sometimes i'm gonna have to say no or something like mm -hmm. i am very busy but some guys are like whatever you want to do i'm like okay plan something just think, do something, even if it's a walk. I think part of that is because of how guys are kind of like raised. I feel yeah. like um, we've been told one thing like, oh, yeah, 
plan to date, buy, fl- buy mm-hmm. flowers, do all this other stuff. But in the end, that stuff doesn't work. Who actually, not that many guys even do that, though, to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like the <laughs> the needle is starting to flip because stuff like Kevin Samuels and stuff like that. So guys are kind of mm-hmm. like counteracting kind of like the feminist, the extreme feminist movement and stuff like that. So I think like it's starting to change. But um, I feel like as far as like taking a man, I feel like it might start increasing and ramping up because I see like dating type advice online and YouTube and guys are starting to like take charge, plan stuff that's close to your house, um, set a time, tell her what to wear and stuff like that. I feel like it's starting to uh, pick up in that sense. Have y'all, well, you're not on social media, but have you seen that on TikTok? Because I feel like that's where girls get a lot of the information. Like one girl Mm -hmm. I was talking to, she's like, yeah, I started saying this prayer from TikTok like. Yeah. Oh, what Sierra's prayer? Yeah, stuff like that. Like, <laughs> what is Sierra's prayer? She said she said some. She said she said a prayer before she met her Russell. husband yeah. Russell. And then everyone's like, "What was the prayer? What was the prayer?" Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, um, I feel like even when I was on social media, I wasn't the one that takes social media seriously when it comes to relationship like advice. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just because, I mean. All, I love that girls, I, I want that stuff, like the flowers and the sponta- spontaneous dates and everything like that. But And that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. But they, he was probably not doing that all the time. Like, it was just like, you see that because that's what they're showing you. Have yeah. you seen that in like your parents' relationship or like um, elders and stuff? No? No. Not, not that they're married. I, you know, not, but they have a great relationship and that's yeah. just how they operate. So mm-hmm. like, how they operate is not how someone else operates. It's really like, do you, you know, think you do? there is a large uh, gap in between uh, how people expect relationships to be and how they actually are? Or do you think they're super, super close? Mm. You think there's a gap? I think there's a gap. There's a huge gap. Really? Yep. Yeah. On both ends? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On both ends. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because I feel, well, let me ask you a question. Okay. How do guys, how do guys see it in their realm, like dating, like? How was dating in Charlotte for you? Um, it's good. Um, is it what you expected? I don't have any expectations. Oh, yeah, because that's, um, that's good. Um, <laughs> what is the thing? I th- I was talking about this to my therapist. It's like anxiety is when you worry about the future, and the depression is when you worry about the past. If you just enjoy the moment, you know what I'm saying. You can be very centered. So I just take things for what they are. Like, I don't, like, expect the person, like, oh, yeah. Well, I, I I would say I do have some expectations just because, like, I know how I would like a relationship to flow for me. So I, there are, like, red flags and stuff that I look out for, like, okay. date-wise and stuff. But I think there's a a large pool of women. But as far as having the tools for the things that they want, I think that is one of the biggest gaps uh, in the dating world. Because it's kind of like, I, compa- I, I compare it to, like, um, being a parent like we all have the tools to like make kids and stuff but that don't necessarily mean you need to like raise kids you don't know how mm-hmm. to um, be disciplined and be patient and not feed them bad food and uh, as far as like how to handle discipline and all types of stuff like that like that's how I look at dating like yes we all want to be in long term relationships but have you dealt with your baggage are you as a good a communicator as you say you are have you sat down and identified your core values and shape what relationships would be best for you what are things that you expect of uh, your partner and what can they expect of you is that uh, equivocal or are you like 
asking for more things that you have to offer. I don't think a lot of people have a realistic um, stance on what they want in relationships. And even when it comes to expectations on what you want, because the God that'll entertain you is not the same God that'll like take care of you mm -hmm. and sustain you mm -hmm. for a long time. So trying to close that bridge, I think is a big challenge in the current dating world. Cause I look at like my parents and stuff like that. Like they've been together, uh, it'll be 35 years this year. And a lot of things that I see women talk about or ask for, or say they have to offer or want from a man it's so far off from the things mm -hmm. that, uh, I've seen in my parents and stuff like that growing up. And even like in my older family members and stuff like that. So I, I think there's a, a large disconnect on how things should actually run, yeah. if it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I asked you that question because I think it was, that's what I was kind of getting to. Mm -hmm. I feel like my expectations are um, a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for safety. Safe. Ooh. I'm, I'm safety. What's safety? So. If a guy slaps you on the butt, he's fighting. Like, what is safety? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even in that room. It was the, I know this you one. Got has Draco, a what? Huh? He's got a Draco. It, no, no, not even that. Okay. So it's like the the word submission scares a lot of women. It doesn't really scare me. I'm excited for that when it comes to marriage. But a lot of people think submission is like, I got to do whatever he says. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily what it is. Yeah. It is the feeling of he wants, like you You guys become one. He wants you to be safe. Is, you know, yeah. everything. It's the safety of he knows there was, you know, there's been a few kidnappings or something mm -hmm. bad happened on a different road. Yeah. He's like, hey, take this road home instead mm -hmm. of doing that. Instead of me being like, why? I don't, I don't, I just want to go the easier way. Yeah. He's trying to make sure you're safe. Yet when you submit and you say, okay, I got you. And you go the other way. That's this feeling of safety where I want to be like, okay, he's taking care of me. He's looking out for me at all times in every aspect rather than I'm giving you gifts, bags. Like, I don't, right. I like that stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I'd rather you make me feel safe. Like a lot of guys, I feel like I've dated haven't made me feel that way because they're just trying to show me what they can offer and all that stuff. And I know that comes at a later, later date or later down the road, but mm -hmm. safety is really important for me. When should that take over in a guy? Like, is it like when y'all first meet, like after y'all been talking for a week, like when yeah. should this like safety mode kick in? I, I, women have very good intuition, but mm -hmm. men have very good intuition when it comes to relationships. So you guys know when you, like like a woman like woman or no that's going to be something long term possibly use something i just talked to a lot of guys and i'm like okay they they know who they like and who they don't want mm -hmm. at the beginning yeah quickly. so i feel like it should switch when you are like i'm pursuing that's what i want to do like yeah. if you're if you're just dating and trying to figure out what you like what you don't like mm -hmm. okay that probably doesn't need to kick in because you don't want to be like safety 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 but um i feel like once you're like okay, this girl's getting serious. I like her. I'm starting to get there. Show her that you can be there for her. You can be that man that can let's, keep her safe. Let's open that whole submission thing because I get okay. it's like, yeah, take this other road, but like, is it okay if you're like, oh no, why should I take this and kind of like mouthing off? Because I feel like, I feel like that's the negative or mm -hmm. the not highlighted part of submission. Like, yeah. so I, I look at submission as like, if I ask you to do something, it's because I've like well thought it out. Like I don't want to mm -hmm. always be challenged on my like decisions because like yeah. I've seen the world from a different side than you have. And you should be able to trust my judgment. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you have that layer of trust already though, like yeah. you wouldn't really have to ask questions because you mm -hmm. know that mm -hmm. your partner's looking out for your best interest though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I've only heard that one, that one road one before. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. that's what it broken down. But yeah. What about know. wearing certain things while you're out? Because that could, that could be another thing too. I don't feel like you should wear certain clothes in general. But especially like if you... <laughs> I mean, you've seen some of the clothes now, like <laughs> women wear dresses String and only their nipples are covered. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just be naked, like at that point. And I feel like if something makes your partner uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you love that other person or you really like the other person, then you should want them to be comfortable. And if yeah. it's not actually like and it like an absurd ass, then why is it a why is it a <laughs> yeah. big deal? Yeah. yeah. I look yeah. at it like this, like the people who I date, like or plan to date seriously, I tell them just pretend like you're wearing a t shirt with my face on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm you're saying? You're a representation of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's how I look at it. Yeah. What other questions y'all got for me? This is why I'm gonna turn over the episode to you guys. You can kind of like grill me. <laughs> um I actually yeah. have one. Yeah, I, was like, yeah. I know you got it. Yeah. Because right, I know you was working it. on a list. <laughs> we were just talking about that on the way over. I was uh-huh. like, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to have this list ready. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a second. Because I actually did have one on my way here. I was thinking of. Okay. There's one. I'm thinking about you. Thinking what other podcasts have, do y'all like watch or what type oh. of like relationship type media do you guys consume? The two podcasts that I really like listening to is Nice and Neat. Love okay. that one. And then the No For Sure podcast. Okay. It's actually very interesting, the conversations, because they're very real. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them's male-dominated, one's female-dominated. So it's like, okay, I can kind of see both, both sides. sides. Yeah. So it's it's kind of cool to kind of cool to hear and kind of know how men think is very interesting. Because then, like, I would never think that you, you know, thought about yeah. women or and that's dating. why I kind of started this podcast. Yeah. Because... Like, um, I had a, I have another podcast with my buddy, uh, shout out to him, called In the Trenches. Mm-hmm. And basically, we talked about dating relationships. And like 80% of our audience is women. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no idea. That's not what I was expecting. But I think it shows that there's a big market for women who want to understand men. Mm-hmm. Because how they think things are, mm-hmm. men don't necessarily look at the world yeah. or look at certain um, topics or beliefs that same type way. Yeah. So I think like, podcasts like those are helping to like close the gap because i feel like our grandparents and stuff really understood what things uh women tend to do and what things a man typically does like you know that whole saying boys will be boys i think like our older generations have a better understanding of what that actually means Mm -hmm. because what do you think like boys will be boys actually means like when you hear the term i always (laughs) like have you ever used that phrase not in those words specifically Uh but um Boys will be boys. And they're physical creatures. Women were very emotionally charged. Yeah. And so the one thing I try to keep myself mindful Mm -hmm. of, don't try to play a man's game. Like when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. Because they're wired to, you know, be able to take that on and be very physical. And then women, like, we're just very emotionally invested when Mm -hmm. we're getting a little physical. Yeah. And so... Don't try to be out here trying to like, I'm going to go over here and do this and try to date and do all that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, we're emotional creatures. Yeah. And I'm just speaking for myself, not everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have my moments where I'm like, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, But the boys will be boys because that's how they're wired. And women will be women because that's how we're wired. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason why I use it that way, in my opinion. You got a question now? <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah. On a first date or any date, mm-hmm. red flags that come up, what are those 
like, ooh, maybe I'm not gonna. Or that a girl. That a girl does. That's like, I don't know if we're gonna do a second second date or not. Um, we're gonna probably stop. I know you said see. bad attitude earlier, but yeah, definitely bad attitude. Okay. Um, I look for if she at least offers to pay. Like last night, I went out and um, she's like, "Oh, thank you for taking care of things. Let me get this around." It's like just like little small gestures like that because I can tell if she's just there to extract resources. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. A third of girls go out just for like drinks and free food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of guys are trying to mitigate being taken advantage of. So that's one thing mm-hmm. I look for. Um, if she offers, are you going to let her take that? Or are you going to be like, nah? I mean. Or does it kind of depend on what they're offering? It depends. I typically go to like multiple places. So we we go to like three or four places. So she'll get like mm-hmm. one of them. So I'm, I'm cool with that. But if we go into like one, um, at least the offer I'm cool with, but I'm not gonna let her do that just because, like, that's not how I was yeah. raised. Yeah, I try to do ice cream every once in a while. If, if the after dinner, Jenny, like, I'll get, I'll go, yeah, I'll yeah. go get ice cream or something. Jenny's just really good. Let me see another red flag. Um, I do talk about relationships, and based on how she answers, I can understand if she has the tools to um, obtain what she wants. And if not, then I can tell like, oh, yeah, like you've got an unrealistic view on relationships. And that's probably why your last one didn't work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I can't expect this one to work, too. Yeah. Um, and that comes from like reading books, going to therapy, um, doing podcast type stuff. I can tell a girl's mindset and stuff like that. So what kind of answers would a woman give that would make you think like, mm, she's not ready? Like if she hasn't reviewed or looked at her own internal um triggers and analyzed why she does certain things that she does and has not learned to take accountability my thing is if anything happens to me um or i do something to somebody i don't think it's 100 percent them or 100 percent me i mm-hmm. always look at what part did i play in it to sure. make that yeah. impact you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and being able to have those reflective skills i think are very important in a relationship, like mm-hmm. from an argument, like, oh, most people argue just to win versus trying to actually understand that person. I can uh, I can tell based on if they've done that work, if we just going to be arguing just to go back and forth or are you trying to understand my point and you trying to communicate your point to me in a way that I can mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a big uh, red flag. Um, and I would say routine, like if she's like super into social media and being out drinking and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's not conducive to a relationship. Like my mama, I mean, my mom's on Instagram, but she follows like Michelle Obama and Anaya Van Zandt and stuff. Mm-hmm. She sends me recipes. Like I can just tell what uh, phase a person is based on like their routine. So okay. I'd say those are three red flags I look out for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got a question? Yeah. Yeah. So how do men feel about women who don't cook? Oh, good question. Because <laughs> um, I hear different answers all the time. I feel like it's brownie points. Like, I will say, like, dating a girl, and um, she's like, oh, are you hungry? Like, on a random Tuesday, come over, I'll cook. Like, that will get you brownie points. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, okay, I need to take her out. The fact it's just a random day, she's like, oh, come over, eat, and it's good. Like, yeah. And it's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, the whole thing of yeah. wait till a man's heart is through his stomach, like, that's a big thing. But... In today's time, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I feel like it, it gives you an upper leg on like other women and stuff like that. It definitely helps you uh, stand out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I agree because 
I'm Nigerian, so like most of the guys I date are Nigerian, mm-hmm. and Nigerians tend to be a lot more traditional. Yeah. So I know, like for me, it's kind of like, like I can cook some stuff, mm-hmm. like Nigerian foods, but um, some stuff I can't cook, mm-hmm. and so I'm always kind of worried about that, only because like, um, just because of like the traditionalness. Yeah. And so I do like sometimes worry about that because I'm like, I can make, I mean, American food, I feel like I can make that pretty easily. But, like yeah. Nigerian food, there's certain things where. I don't know how to make it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, dang, is he about to be asking me to eat soup and blah, 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 blah. And I yeah. don't know how. I think it's, I think it's really good uh, to invest in. Cause I look at it like this, like as well, I, for me, like uh, I know like resources are a big thing, security. So I've gone to um, back to school. Um, I've gone into real estate. I started a podcast. Like I know those things will make me more attractive to a a lady, you know what I'm saying? Like in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think it's only right you invest time or learn skills that a guy would appreciate. And I feel like you have more um, bargaining power when you have those type of uh, tools and assets and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely agree. Cause I was telling Brooklyn this too, like every summer I only make Nigerian food. Cause I'm like, let me sharpen up those skills. Mm -hmm. And even like, I think for me, like the main thing that I don't know how to make Mm -hmm. is like all the different soups. But I also don't eat them. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's why like, I don't really have an interest in learning how to make mm-hmm. them. But then I always think like I like want to date a Nigerian because I want to be able to pass my culture down. So mm-hmm. I'm like, even if I don't like it, I should learn because whenever I have kids in the future, maybe they'll like it. So that's definitely something that I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. to get better at. Because like I agree with you. I think it's it's not essential, but it definitely is something that makes you stand apart. Yeah. And I feel like especially like within my culture, too. It, it's a pretty big deal because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think people realize we are competing with each other. Like I know yeah, there's yeah. other successful guys out there. Right. So I was like, well, I can work out or I can uh, read these type of books and stuff like that. You have to have a competitive edge mm-hmm. to be able to leverage to get uh, like more of what you want. If that kind of makes sense, because yeah. the marketplace now is crazy. The marketplace, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. How is do you feel about? Sorry, no, no. Go ahead. How do you feel about dating apps? Um, they're cool. They have, they're, they're like any tool. You know what I'm saying? Like you can use social media to like be on there and waste your time, or you can use it to build a community and keep in contact with your friends, look up business stuff. Like I'm not gonna lie, most of the people who I follow on Instagram, I don't even see their stuff. Like if I don't, if I if I have like your number and I can like call on you, like I'm seeing what you're doing. Everybody else, I got muted. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like because are those people really enriching my life and stuff like that? So I look at it as like, how are you using the dating apps? Like I love using dating apps when I travel because I can use it to like learn what are local bars to go to, what mm-hmm. best places to go to on a Thursday, who has the best like biscuits and stuff like that. So that's why I use it for like travel, um, networking. I've seen realtors on there. I've seen other people mm-hmm. advertising their podcasts. Um, some people do use it for dating, but I think it's how you present yourself and how you use it will determine the results that you get from it. Right. So, like, if you got, like, half-naked pictures on there, what you think a guy's going to think of you? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Of course. So it's, like, how you present yourself to the world is how you'll be, I guess, treated, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So are some apps better than others, in your opinion? It depends on what you like, looking for. Like, I've dated girls off Tinder. I've dated girls off Hinge. I've dated girls off Bumble. I've had shorter type of interactions on all three. So it just depends on how you use them and, like, what your intentions are. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember you talking about 
there's a new one where you have like a little card and you like uh, put the card on the table or something. Oh, no, pair, pair. So basically pair. it's okay. this ring that you buy. It's like $25. And so I think you wear it on the right hand. So it's basically like an anti-engagement ring. So it lets people know that, oh yeah, I'm single. You're more than willing to come up and approach me. And um, it's like a social experiment. So you'll see on Instagram, mm. a lot of people have a pair in their bio and that mm. represents like, oh yeah, slide in my DMs to set up a date. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, very, it's actually pretty cool. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. You want to you do it? I'll sponsor it because I'd love to like <laughs> pay for it. Somebody try it out and then they come back and tell me how it is. I'll think about it. Okay. You want to try sure it? Yet. I'm not sure <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I like traditional way of meeting people. It is traditional. They just see the, you know they just see the like, ring. Yeah, okay. It's like a physical manifestation. It's no different than like okay. a girl wearing a wedding ring. Like, oh yeah, I, need, I don't need to approach her. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Hmm. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> Y'all can both try it. True. Put a little Perry emoji in my bio. Yeah. I'll get you I'll have y'all back on. Tell me how it is. Okay. Yeah. We'll try it. Okay. I wonder, we'll it. I need to look up what the ring even looks like because it's I wonder green. if I've actually seen someone wearing it and I just didn't know. Yeah. It's like this, I don't have anything in here. It's like this like lime highlighter green and you know those like. Oh, so it's real obvious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know those like rubber wedding bands yeah, that people yeah. wear? It's basically like that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I'm no. also looking at everyone's hands. Know, like, like, we got a pair ring on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay, well, I'll try it. All right. So, you guys got any other questions for me? Or is that it? Off the top? Not that I can think of. Okay. Off the top. Do you, after mm-hmm. dating a girl, yeah. do you like being friends with them? Nah, they oh, all okay. hate me. I've never been broken up. <laughs> oh, no, they all Why hate me. Wait, and because <sighs> I, I break up with them. Oh. We're talking about like short term dates, long term, or both. Wait, what? Like after dating someone, cause like is it like after a short like time span, like maybe a month or two, or is it long, or are you just never friends after? Um, no, I don't. Yeah, most, most yeah, it's like cut and dry. So like, why I do agree. they hate you? Do you just do it in a, like a very blunt like? Yeah, we're done. I've done it a couple of different ways. Um, <laughs> DB ghosting them, right? No, sometimes like I just do it over like I th- most of the times it's like I'll get annoyed and I was like, this is not worth it. I know. On the other side of this, if I never talk to them again, I don't have to be stressed about this again. So it's like I just do math in my head really quick, and I was like, <laughs> I see peace on the other side if I just let this go. So I just, I just, yeah, can't. yeah. And then it's kind of like, what's the point of being friends? After I agree. That, if it makes sense, mm-hmm. it's like we're not about to date again. You know what I'm saying? Because in my head, like we broke up for a reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you still the same person and I'm still the same person, it's clearly not going to work. Yeah. And if it's not built off of uh, a genuine friendship, like, oh, yeah, you hang out with my friends or I hang, rely on you for this type of information. You rely on yeah. me for that. It's kind of like, what's the point? I mean, because I already okay. got like enough friends. I don't need yeah. much more. Yeah. yeah. Can men and women actually be friends? Uh, that was what my next question Because was. in my experience, men never want to be my friend unless they're gay. And then even... I only have like a handful of male friends mm-hmm. and the only one that's straight is one who we've been friends like our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Our parents are best friends. So that's why like sometimes like if I after I'm like I'll date a guy and they'll be like, oh, we should be friends. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I don't see a point in being friends. Yeah. And I just have never really had an experience where guys actually want to be my friend. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to not really go that route in general. But do you feel yeah. like 
men and women in general can be friends with each other? We can be friends, but the likelihood of it being platonic on both sides is extremely low. That's I agree. I feel like someone always likes the other person or it starts to fester at some point. Yeah. I feel like you can be friends after you both establish like that's like done. Like we don't, you don't like me. I don't like you. Yeah. If that's where it is. But in my case, I'm kind of the same way. Like I don't have any male friends. If I do have male friends, it was always we had something before. And now we're just established like we're cool, but we're not like talking every day and da, 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 like yeah. not even that. with that. I feel like, like I said, I have like one male friend who I've been friends mm-hmm. with my whole life, but I know if I gave the opportunity, he would jump on it. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like even when they are platonic, like you said, on you one mind. Yeah. Yeah. So following up on that, mm-hmm. do you guys or do you, if a girl has a guy best friend, does that bother you? Yeah, I don't date girls with guy friends. Okay. Yeah, that's like guy friends or guy best friends. Guy, guy friends, friends okay. period. Okay. Yeah, because I know they're all just sitting there lurking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. waiting for their chance. Wait, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sitting in that stand. Because it's kind of like it goes back to the safety thing. Like yeah. it's kind of like if you want a relationship, I'm gonna do everything in my power to protect mm-hmm. that. Right. And so that is one measure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying as far as protecting it, and I know, like being on social media and being influenced by all these different ideas. That is going to impact the relationship too. So I've mm. done research, I've looked at other stuff, and I just I believe there are core things that should not be present in a relationship to protect it. Like yeah. yeah. What else shouldn't be present? Um, let me see. I've heard we heard one of our other friends say, like women who have male physical trainers, <laughs> yeah. is a red flag yep. too. Yeah, so that's what other flag. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Although I. I I agree with that. Though. I actually that's do. Like, when you're in the gym wearing tight clothes and you're squatting. Because I know what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah. And that's so funny. When I heard that, I was like, corny. no, that's not even like, why? That does not bother you. But then I'm like, you know what? It probably does bother them. Listen, if I had <laughs> if I had an office and I had this super attractive assistant and she was working for me, what would you think? She's going to get me coffee. Yeah. She's booking trips. She's doing all the other stuff. She's got pretty much as much access to me as you do. How would mm-hmm. you feel about that? Oh, I wouldn't like it. I agree. Like, I, <laughs> I, like I don't even like going to the gym in general and wearing mm-hmm. like super tight clothes because I don't really like being stirred at in that environment, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can definitely see how that would make a man uncomfortable if you had a whole trainer and you're like in a very close, like intimate mm-hmm. sort of environment. You're wearing more revealing clothes. You're yep. squatting and lunging and breathing all heavy. Like I can see how that would yeah. make someone uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Wow. I just, I just thought that was a funny one. I was like, that's not what I would think that would be like a red flag or yeah, something but, that. But that just goes back to we live two different experiences. Right. Like I've seen the world. Basically, I know how guys operate. Yeah. You know how girls operate. Right. And I should protect you from guys and you should protect me from girls because we have two different experiences. Mm-hmm. We're, co- we're supposed to be compliments to each other, not mm-hmm. uh, aver- adversarial. And I think right. that's a, a big thing that we miss it. Yeah. Like we're better together than apart. But a lot yeah. of people don't believe that. Yeah. Well, they don't behave like mm-hmm. that. So what can you say the biggest thing you can protect us on the guy's standpoint from? Ooh. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> protecting you from yourself. I don't think uh, a lot of women allow guys to protect them from themselves. Example. Yeah. What What has your father or father figure done in your life to ensure that you were on the straight and narrow path? Because you guys are successful, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure uh, there's been a male figure in your life that has contributed to that. So mm-hmm. if, if you sit and reflect, what all have they done for you that you've consciously known and unconsciously known? Like, oh, yeah, he did this because 
he wanted me to learn this lesson or Mm -hmm. he knew if I did this, it would be detrimental to where I'm trying to go. I always love the way he treats my mom. I'm, I'm very, and he was very conscious about doing things for my mom in front of me. Cause like, this is how a man should be treating you. And then also going back to the safety thing, he always makes sure I'm safe. Like I'm, he's protecting me from things mm-hmm. in that nature. Um, yeah, I think that's all, all I've, not all, but what I can think of right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel similar. My dad, he likes to like speak in like parable type things. So he'll mm-hmm. be like, you uh, do the right thing first. So he's always saying like, before you ever want to do something for fun, like do what you need to do first. And I feel like I applied it to like many areas of life. Like even like when I get paid, mm-hmm. paying myself first, mm-hmm. saving, investing first before mm-hmm. I paying rent, before I start having fun. Um, and he, when we were younger, he would do it like, don't ask to go out and have fun until mm-hmm. you clean the house, till you clean your room, till you do your yeah. chores. He also says like, use your sixth sense. So in your situation, like use your sixth sense, mm-hmm. your common sense. And just think, like, does this make sense? Yeah. So I, I definitely always apply that now as an adult. And then similar to what Brooklyn said, like, those acts of service. My mom is a nurse, and so she works 12-hour shifts. So mm-hmm. whenever my mom gets home, my, my dad gets home before her. And so he used to always iron her clothes, like, all of her work uniforms. And he would, you know, help her clean her car out because she would usually be a little bit more busy sometimes during the week. And so... Those like small things, those small acts of mm-hmm. service, I feel like I always noticed them and I always appreciated them because yeah. that's kind of how my dad showed love more mm-hmm. as opposed to like giving gifts. Because kind of how Brooklyn said, giving gifts is nice, but I feel like a lot of times it doesn't really take that much effort. Like someone can give you a gift and like be doing you yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. But if, yeah. like for someone to like really spend their own time to like do something that's making your life easier, it mm-hmm. takes a little bit more effort. Yeah. So. I agree. I feel like it shows like, oh, that's the way that I would want to be treated and also the way I would want to treat somebody as well. Exactly. Yeah. So when it comes back to the guy, you have to make sure he has pure intentions for you and only wants the best. And that's kind of like your responsibility in the vetting stance because your father figures only wanted the best for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They knew they had this wisdom and knowledge and they knew to pass it to you to see you go on and do great things. So I would say ensure the guy has those type of intentions and want the, want the best for you. And just know if you've established that and recognize that, just know he's saying it in good faith. You know what I'm saying? So if he suggests like, oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't go out or no, be in at a certain time or, oh, yeah, I don't really like these friends because it's not conducive to where you're trying to go. And just know he's 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 has the best interest for you and he wants to see you do well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of my little tidbit I give. Okay. Gotcha. I think we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. Okay. Guys, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. I'll have all you guys' links uh, below in the description, but you can go ahead and like, give them your Instagrams and little side businesses and okay. stuff. Yeah. I have a YouTube channel. It's Blessed by Bella. I make Charlotte-related content, lifestyle content, and, of mm-hmm. course, book content. So make sure to subscribe to me on YouTube, Blessed by Bella, and then Instagram is the same thing. Yeah. Um, I'm Brooklyn Eliza underscore. Like I said, I'm not on social media, but I will be back in July. Mm-hmm. It's June now if you're not watching this. Like, Start y'all timers. Put it on the there. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn Eliza underscore. Um, not doing anything freelance right now, but if you guys do need help with apartment, anything home related, if you have a new barbershop, something open up, I'm your girl, Frontier Design. All righty. Yeah. Thank you. We out. Peace. Bye. Yeah.